internet and oh yeah to you. Welcome to the only podcast about movies. My name is Matthew Kroll. And I'm Shahid Al. And I don't think I said that right. I think I should probably just say, oh yeah! Oh god, that hurt. Oh yeah! Please stop. This Please week stop. we are doing a twofer for you to show you the, the differences that mm. cinema can bring. This podcast for this entire hour will be about the Entourage movie. Oh, yeah. Now, is it just called Entourage or is it called Entourage the movie? I think it's just... I think it's just Entourage, right? Is it HBO's Entourage the movie? uh, Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Which is a funny name for a movie. I gotta admit. I think it's a great name for a movie. Do you think they could change the name from the TV show? Like, instead of Entourage, it could be Vinny's fake movie? It's just called Entourage. Entourage. Um, (laughs) No. Why no, not? it can't because well, see, here's hashtag the, Shahir, the boys are back. You got to fill me in. I I watched one season of Entourage when it came out. Right. I think I got up to the point where he was getting Aquaman, and then I was like, you know, and I kind of that's season two, by it, the way, I oh believe. My, oh wow! So I actually did two seasons of this thing. I think you did. But here's the thing: I don't remember any of it, and when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch this one day. That was, and then you never did. I never, I never went back to it. Hmm. So fill me in, Entourage. Why, why, should I watch it now? Okay, well, first of all, to talk about Entourage the film, you have to look at this weird fucking journey that it took. Um, So Entourage, the show, was what, 2004? Yeah. And it ran six seasons, five seasons? Eight seasons. I checked it on HBO when I went back. No fucking way. Eight seasons. Really? Eight seasons. But like half, some of them are like six episodes long or some shit. Anyway, it, it, what, it ended in 2011. Yeah. And now it's 2015, roughly four to five years later. Mm-hmm. And look, if Entourage the movie never came out, yeah, no one would give a shit. I think the fact that Entourage the movie came out and no one gives a shit is probably a reflection on the show. Well, here's <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, you know, without going too much into it beforehand, um, I, I would like to say, for the record, that I enjoyed the Entourage movie. Like, I had a really good time at the movies. Did but, you really? But that's but yeah, because <laughs> I enjoyed the show. And what and you should know this going in, viewer, is if you're gonna go see the Entourage movie, this is the basis of my argument of this entire uh, thing. Because I'm pretty sure Shahir probably didn't like it as much as I did. If you're going to see the Entourage movie, you know what you're ex- you're going to get. Actually, and it's it, to be fair, I think I might come off as a little bit douchey if I didn't like take this movie because you were so gracious when you went to see a pigeon sitting sat on a branch reflecting. Right, last week. Last week. If you want to check, go back and check out that podcast where we reviewed a complete. Well, here's the difference between Entourage and a pigeon. Entourage. <laughs> well, tell me the difference between Entourage and a pigeon. <laughs> so here's the difference. So we we if you if you look at episode three, we looked at this film by Roy Anderson, Swedish filmmaker. All right. And this is this is the difference. Roy Anderson's debut in New York City, or his debut for this film, was considered a success when it earned twenty five thousand dollars. Right. Entourage was considered a failure when it earned $10 million. Right, of course. That's the difference between... And you were very gracious in seeing that film. Look, <laughs> this and film... I am not for seeing Entourage. What, you're not going to... What? I, I'm not, I'm not going to be that gracious. Okay, look. <laughs> let's let's recap sort of... So the, the it ran for eight seasons, and to its own credit, I didn't know that. And I've watched <laughs> the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, but... The the movie overall here's here's my sort of first pitch well, about what, it. What, 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 shall I tell? What, let me I don't want to talk about the plot yet. Okay, <laughs> because there was none. 
There was a plot. It just wasn't. Uh, it look. If you're going to Entourage for plot, that's like going. Oh man, I don't know. Going to Sizzler for like a five star meal. Like that's just you don't do that. I, I like steak. I like steak. Yeah, but it's Sizzler. That's barely steak. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, but look, I mean, I'm just thinking. Why don't we? Why don't we? What's the? What is Entourage about? Entourage is about Vincent Chase or Vinny Chase, depending on if you're close to him or not. Uh, that is basically a kid from Queens who decides or doesn't decide. He was in a Mentos commercial, and then all of a sudden, uh, a producer Ari Gold. Uh, Picks him out of obscurity. They whisks him and his three buddies away to L.A. and he becomes a movie star. Now, Wh- when I watched the show, I thought he was a movie star to begin with. I mean, he is. Yeah. That, that's that's all backstory. Right. Right. Okay. So he's had one successful film, and he's just like an up and coming actor. That's what he is. And sort of everyone liked his first role. It wasn't groundbreaking or anything, but everyone respects him. And he's like, oh, this is a new kid in the town, and he can make a movie. Is he a good actor in, in the show? In the show. Wait. Hold on. Is is, is the Vin- guy who plays no, him? No, no, no. Good- is Vinny Chase a good actor? Yes. Is he? Yes. Is he? But people have contradicting sort of things throughout the series, depending on if they like him or not, or, right, or what right. the deal is. He's is, not- is there like a real world analog for him? Like, is there? Is he kind of huh. like a Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, the whole he- thing because it, it's based on Mark Wal Mark Wahlberg's sort of life. Oddly right. enough, he produced it, and it's his sort of baby. Right. Um. So Mark Wahlberg. I mean, I I think Vincent Chase doesn't have the. If if let's talk about Vincent Chase as if he's a real person, yeah, this okay. character. He does not have the charisma that I feel Mark Wahlberg has at this point in his life. It's odd because I kind of feel like Vincent Chase had more charisma than Mark Wahlberg in this movie. Oh yeah, well Mark Wahlberg was playing a version of himself yeah, that's I been in the show. In general. But you know, like yeah, he does he feels like he's charming and he's good looking and you know, like all those sorts of things, but does it but is he is he a good actor? Like, did, did you know? Yes, like- in 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 the show, he is a good actor. He mm-hmm. he he doesn't make the best business decisions from time to time. Uh, yeah. but he is a good actor when it comes down to it. Right. Um, and he makes successful films. Well, so something. Um, let's just talk about sort of the the plot for this movie. So yeah. <laughs> the the series ended on kind of a weird down note, and I'm gonna butcher this because it's been four or five years since I've watched it. But like Vince decides to get married, and E and Sloane break up. And Turtle is successful, and Drama is Drama. I forget what even Drama is. Those are the four characters, by the way. If you're, And again, if you're not familiar <laughs> with the entourage, like the quartet that is ever so well, curious. Kind of quintet, if you, if you count if Ari. If you count Ari, sure. Yeah. And Ari wasn't like that till like people realized he was one of the better parts of the show, or mm. more, more entertaining parts of the show, right. because he brought so much sort yeah, of anger to it and passion. He, he seems like the more interesting lead to me. Yeah, no, yeah. I would, and, and it's funny. I would say in this film, Ari Gold is the main character. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. because everyone else is sort of connected, other than him. I mean, they're all connected at this point because eight seasons. Yeah, but like, no one else's family is in this movie. That's true. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you got you, and you have to know the show to like enjoy that. the movie. Of course. Yeah. This is, and you know, we're not the first to make this analogy, and we won't be the last, although we will be the only podcast about Entourage the movie. The only one. No um, one else is talking about this no, movie. No, no, it only made $10 million. Who else is talking about it? That's a flop. Yeah, womp, womp, womp. But it is, it is a, it's the equivalent of the Sex and the City movie. Now, I know that the, the, the numbers there don't add up, was it 400 and something mil for Sex and the City? The, the Sex and the City movie was ridiculously successful. It spawned a sequel. Yeah, of course. This will not spawn a sequel. I don't think the intentions for it. That's, that's the one thing about this. I don't know what this thing's intentions were. 
I mean, this would have to be my biggest criticism about this film, which is that I don't know why it exists. No, but you know what? There's something there's something beautiful about that. Think about this. This is a film that's <laughs> my skeptical eye is a couple, raising. I know that a couple years is it's it's too long of the tooth by a couple years mm-hmm. for content wise. Mm-hmm. The show is over. Yeah. No one's interested anymore. It didn't have a great finale that people were talking about. Yeah. It, it it just sort of ended, and that's fine. Things end. Yeah. But I, I would be remiss to say that I didn't like all all the characters. Not like I like, oh, I think they're a good person. I enjoyed watching all of the characters, with maybe the exception of E, but I understand why you need E to make this sort of thing. I always work. thought he was the main character. Yeah, they kind of make it that way in the first season to try to make it sort of about him and like his he's having a harder time adjusting than everyone else is. He is the entourage. He's <laughs> the responsible one. Right. Uh but like it's a miracle this movie got made and I feel like it's just a bunch of people that were like, "Hey, remember when we did this and we had our celebrity friends come and play themselves and uh Jeremy Piven got to yell a lot?" And, like, we just got to drive around Hollywood and do a bunch of cool shit, okay, and we but, got paid for it. But but if that was the case, wouldn't you go, hey, let's pick up The Sopranos, arguably the HBO's most successful series, no. and just pretend that he didn't no. die no, 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 at the no, no, end? No, 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 just, no, like, no, do a, no, 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 Let's no, no, do, like, Tony Soprano's no. last hurrah. No, no, no. The <laughs> difference is, the difference is <laughs> that The Sopranos has a lot to say. <laughs> the Sopranos said everything it had to say. Yeah. And ended. We could argue about The Sopranos as well, actually. Sure. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, since Entourage doesn't have much to say to begin with, yeah, you could, you might be able to glean a a a small inkling of 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 family and friendship and brotherhood, maybe. Okay. Well, here's. A, but hold on. Let me finish yeah. the thought. Uh, that's why I think it's great this film got made because. It has no right to be here, and yet I got to watch these characters that I'd spent eight sort of truncated years because I watched it not during its run, but well near the end I did. Uh, it it just it just I don't know. It was nice seeing them again, and I I I would be lying if I said I did not have a good time in the theater and watching them just do. Mo- and again, it's more of the same shit. Yeah, but I like it. I mean, I look. When I was in the theater, people were laughing at jokes. I didn't understand what was happening. They were yeah. like, people were enjoying, like, one-liners from Lloyd or Ari that reference something that must have happened mm-hmm. in the show. I, I and gathered. there's a ton of in-referencing. It's- but here's the thing. It's like, if I was pitching this show, right, or if I was pitching the movie version of this show, I would say, okay, this is a show about four guys who are best friends, who are kind of like a family, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like who come together around this Hollywood celebrity who, whose star is always on the rise, right? That's what the show is about. Yeah. He has trials and tribulations, but not really, but not really. And so if you, but if you think it goes crazy at one point. Right, right. But if you were to make a movie about it, and this is the worst pitch for the movie, but the most logical pitch for the movie Mm -hmm. is like, okay, let's do a show where the four guys suddenly hate each other. Or want to go this separate They've done way. that. They've done that in the series. Though. Did they do that in the series? Yeah. And then and then let's do it. Let's do it. Like let's do the movie where where Vinny like loses his celebrity and like it goes down. He, the they've they've do, done that in the show. Really? So why why why, why do that? I want to see an hour and a half <laughs> of them partying and being awesome kind of douchebags, 
and I want to go along for the fucking ride. Well, that's like, what you got. That is exactly what I got. <laughs> so when people sort of criticize this for not being a good film or have a certain structure or blah, 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 it's the same thing. And I'll go back to even my Sex and the City review from forever ago when I was kind of in your boots when yeah. I watched Sex and the City, the first movie. I haven't seen the second one because <laughs> why? Um, I, I watched the Sex and the City movie and I remember – like thinking, actually, I'll even say this: the Sex and the City movie is a better movie than the Entourage movie, right. like structurally, because the first forty-five minutes of the Sex and the City movie made sense to anyone, right? And then everything after that was truncated seasonal nonsense that was sort of fan service for the fans, and that's what it was there for, and that's fine. So they like made a setup, and then they just didn't give a shit, and then it, they they bring in that American Idol girl, and it's all fucking weird. Right, I so, didn't see it. Yeah, but this movie. Obviously, is made for my demographic. Yeah, and again, I, I don't know. I think I liked it more than I probably should have because it's this weird sort of beautiful thing that shouldn't exist. Right, and that's that's amazing. Think about that. Think of all the shit that gets made in Hollywood, like all this stuff. And this is something about Hollywood shit that no one's asking for. Like it's just it's there. Yeah, it's it's not an offensively ma- it's not an offensively bad movie. No. It's, not, it's not like terribly made, but it's also yeah, it's deeply uncinematic. It's it's I don't it's know a TV why show. I don't know why it's on the big screen, um, and I and I wonder why you know HBO who's trying to compete with Netflix these days. Why aren't they just releasing this like a two hour special back on HBO Go or something like that? I I just it wouldn't you know, make I, them... I think it would be a big TV event because you would draw back to the audience that actually watched the show. But I don't see look. They HBO already has subscribers. Anyone who would resubscribe yeah. for the Entourage but extra episode, it would, it would episode, just give them numbers, right? Like people would tune in to watch. You know, like people they who, already have numbers. People who used to watch the show, they already they're making Game of Thrones money, son. That's yeah. like they don't give a fuck. They, well, they they got Netflix hot on their heels. Right, of course. Yeah. Oh no, Netflix is killing it too. But yeah. I think there's room for the two big dogs for a little while. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, so let's let's go into let's go into the look of the film really because yeah. uh, you were you were discussing that. There's no look to the film. There's no look to the film. Uh, but you know what? There, uh, there's mildly a look when they go into the film within a film. Yeah. So uh, that. <laughs> but would, the film within a film looks kind of terrible. I would say this. I th- this is my one criticism of it. Uh, they in the TV show managed to make Vince's films. Maybe I'd give it a 50-50, Look really cool. Yeah. Uh, even the Aquaman scene it, that they do for the fake Aquaman movie that James Cameron directs in the show, like it's yeah. a, that, and I think that's I remember that. Yeah, I love I love all that shit. Yeah. Um, but the the movies always looked like believable and fun. This movie looked like a uh, Into the Nether sort of ripoff that Metallica movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. It yeah. looked exactly like I imagined that movie looked from the trailer, and yeah. I was just like, and it was supposed to be about Jekyll and Hyde. Like I just feel like they've done some. I, I, I use this term lightly, creative things in the show. Right. Like, I think doing the whole, oh, superhero movies are blowing up. Oh, dude, I want to do Aquaman. I'm not going to do Aquaman. That's stupid. Wait, James Cameron's directing Aquaman? Oh, like that's a narrative that makes yeah. sense to my nerd brain. Yeah. But, like, Jekyll and Hyde? I mean, you could argue it's kind of like when they were, like, Beauty and the Beast reboots, you know, that were coming out last right. year, Sleeping Beauty But or those something. were shit, and they're not going to be the thing that turns Vincent Chase into a directing god. Like, yeah, you know it, what I mean? It's weird in this film when everyone refers to that, you know, to, to Vince's movie as a potential masterpiece. And I'm like, really? Does yeah. this, is this Is this what a masterpiece looks like? Because, I mean... It didn't maybe, look like a masterpiece. What I would have loved to have It looked seen, like a music video. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe they did bring in a different director for that, mm. but I would love... For that, whatever whoever made this HBO films, Doug, Doug Gillen. Yeah, I would love for them to bring in like 
a big director. Peter Jackson or like yeah. something just to like do this four minute sequence. Yeah. Make it whatever you want. Yeah. Like I think that would be really and interesting. I think, I think that you know, if the show worked on that level where like it was a real playground for Hollywood to have fun in. It did. That's what it was. But I, I didn't feel that way about the movie. I felt the movie was deeply uncinematic, uninteresting, and it, it, it wait, just wait. had no sh- it had no reason to be. That's not to say it's it's a bad time. And I think I think to be fair, if you enjoyed the show, you're gonna enjoy the movie. Right. But but the the reason it's there, and I, I the love that I sort of see in it is all these people just want to do it again. It I, yeah. there were very few new celebrities, with the exception of maybe Haley Joe Osmond and uh, 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 Billy Bob Billy Thornton. Bob Thornton. I don't yeah. think there was they anyone really, new. They weren't celebrities. They were they were playing characters. Right, yeah. but like everyone else that was sort of like a celebrity that popped up like at yeah. a party or at a thing or Jessica Alba's complaining to Ari, like that's all canon. Like right. that's all in this world, these characters, these actors who are real life actors playing themselves in a show yeah. came back and I think everyone just wanted to do it because that was fun. Yeah, it, 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 the, the only thing I would say is I didn't find it particularly funny. Like... I found it like, oh, I'm I'm curious to see what happens next, but it's not that funny, you know. Like I, I didn't laugh, you know. Like, and I think the the people that were in the audience laughing while I was watching it were laughing at jokes that were from the show. It's also not a comedy. I don't really know what it is. What is it? <laughs> it's this amalgamous thing. There's funny moments to it, but I guess I guess it's a drama. No. I, why? No, because there's no drama to it. Why? There's, there's no a guy dr- named Johnny Drama. First of all, let's be clear. <laughs> But there's uh, no dramatic tension to this film, other than they, you know, like, like no, no, no. Like, but there, but there's I, there's something that I I call I, I let's call it this. There's like lizard brain dramatic tension. I mean, think about she take, very, yourself take, yourself, take yourself away, take yourself very mild, take yourself away, take yourself away from all your education <laughs> and your film critique. And your your meetups with directors talking about how the structure of movies are made and the meanings behind them, and go to your lizard brain place. Go to go to go to alcohol and boobs and fame for a second, okay? <laughs> there's a there's a scene, uh, and there, again, this is and please don't think this is how I think, but this is something that I can enjoy on occasion because yeah. I do. Yeah. So there's a scene where. E, the straight lace went, oh, by the way, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear spoilers for the fucking Entourage movie, then why are you listening to the only podcast about this movie? And I got to warn you, if you think this is a spoiler, it really isn't, because you could you could pretty much guess this walking in. So E, they they do some things to him. They actually end up, I think, drugging him at one point. Drama makes him like a, a Molly cocktail or some shit. Yeah. And he gets super horny, and he ends up banging some chick after he broke up with some other chick. All the time, all the while, he's trying to get back together with Sloane. Kind of. Uh, and there's a moment where he has to confront one girl and the other girl like runs Wait, into I'm him. I'm in my lizard brain right now. Yep. What is happening in my lizard brain? I'm, I'm getting there. Wait. So the, so there's this whole thing about one of these girls is saying to E that she's pregnant. Mm. And he already has a baby coming with Sloan. Lizard. So yep. now Lizard he's, like, he's like, oh no, what the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck am I going to do? My life's sort of over. I have two babies from two women and da 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 and then the other girl comes up and tells him that he has he might have some sort of STD. And just before my lizard brain can explode with all this hormonal action, what happens? They they get rid of it. <laughs> but that's so my point. Nothing happens. Right. They, they're like, we're roommates and we're fucking with you. So so my lizard brain just fell out of my ear. Sorry. I, no, no, no. But your lizard <laughs> your lizard brain 
is rewarded because you're you're thinking about like you're thinking again and these are not these are very very first world problems yeah. okay like this is not we're not changing lives here but but your lizard brain you're like oh fuck e that fucking wow dude you fucked up like My lizard tongue is slithering all over this beer right yeah, now yeah but and you're not drinking beer let's be very <laughs> honest what are you drinking i'm drinking apple cider <laughs> yeah all right I, and should to be truth be told i'm I'm not drinking beer either. I'm drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, we had proud- whiskey. Sh- Shut the fuck up. This show is proudly supported by Pabst Blue Ribbon. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Tasty. Um, no, but like, you know what? Here, here's something that actually, and this is, I'm going to spoil the end of the movie for you, mm-hmm. everyone out there. Uh, so there's a part in the end of the film when the film gets released and blah, 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 uh, that I feel like the the very, the end stinger Johnny Drama, and I won't say how, but he gets like his 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 finally he gets recognized for being able to that's act. That's a spoiler? That's not a spoiler. That's that is not No, a it's that's the end of the movie. I know it's the end of the movie, but it's not a surprise. It's not like a Why? It it just isn't to he's me. Like, I don't nothing... I don't watch the show and I was going, Well, he's gonna win the award at the end of the movie. But he's gotten fucked over so much in the show, and granted, he's a moron in the show too, but yeah. like I really liked that. I could certainly see you enjoying that because you like the character. Right. But it's not a spoiler, and it's not a surprise. Like, you know what would be a surprise to me? Is that if they got to the end of the movie, Vinny Chase releases the film, and it completely flops, much like the Entourage movie did, right. and and Vinny Chase's career ends in the balance. But. That would be a surprise. Sure. <laughs> But it but, doesn't happen But that let's way. also be clear about this. A spoiler is not a mm. surprise. Right. I'm saying what happened in the film, it doesn't matter if you think 99.9% chance that's going to show it. I'm definitively saying this happened in the film. That's a spoiler. <laughs> okay, all right, I spoiled fine. it. You, you just, so you out there in podcast land, all it's now people, ruined. All those people who are looking for the one podcast to listen to have just been spoiled. I know, So, but I'm sure that they've seen the film by now. Haven't you, listeners? Well, only $10.4 million worth of viewers. So. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get those numbers for this, so it's <laughs> fine. Uh I don't know. I just people. My my girlfriend hated it, and we walked out, and she's like, "Well, that was fucking stupid." And I, you know, I can't argue that it's not smart. No, it's not. I and like to be honest, I didn't hate the film. I was just indifferent to it. And the word that I kept on thinking about the whole film was that this film is entirely disposable. You you have like in your lizard brain right now. Yeah. And like, think forward like ten years from now. You're sitting on the couch. You've got a night to yourself. Mm-hmm. There's an entire library of mo- Netflix is now streaming directly to your brain, right? As it in, would in your lizard brain. Yeah. And Entourage the movie pops up as a potential viewable film. Would you click on? Would you use your lizard brain to click on it? Be honest now. Be honest. To be honest, <laughs> no, no, no. To be honest, it would depend on the mood, and and this is why. You, you, hold on, hold on. You said last week, I believe it was on the podcast. Maybe it was just in a, in a conversation. But you were like, "Oh man, I should go home and watch some meaningful films." And you're like, "Ah, eh, fuck it, Family Guy." So you you're saying that can exist, but the random night where Entourage pops up on HBO Go, I'm like, "Oh, why not?" The difference is Family Guy is 20 minutes long. The other difference is you, we're both watching it at like midnight and we're going to fall asleep. So it doesn't matter. It does not matter. There's a lot of parameters for you to click this film, isn't there? But okay, well let's go back to your original thing. Let's go it's it's completely disposable and you're absolutely right. So what? Yeah. 
So what? Does every does every fucking thing that we as humans enjoy have to be this lasting piece of like memorable art? No, you we again, lizard brain. Like we don't have to keep remembering and thinking about this film. In fact, honestly, when we're done talking about this podcast, I'm not going to think about it again till that year that 10 years from now when it pops up and I'm be like, "You know what? I'm going to watch this just to spite Shahir." <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, but, that's but, why I'm going to do it. But it, okay, so it is entirely disposable. But like even at the center of it, Right there's a f- there's a film within a film. There's a guy, you know, Vinnie Chase is trying to make a film, and Ari Gold even says at one point, "He's an artist, and I want to respect his art." Yeah. But the film that is actually being made, Entourage, is the kind. So, spoiler alert: one yeah. of the things that happens is that the one of the co-financiers of the film. Uh, the film that Vinny Chase is making decides he wants to pull his funding from the film because he doesn't like the direction it's going. And he essentially wants to make uh, a much more... He doesn't really care about art. He doesn't really care about, like, um, whether a film is good or not. He just wants to see some tits and some, you know, like, he just wants to see right. and know, things that more make of, him happy. And it's more of a vendetta thing against it's Vinny more, Chase. It's more of a vendetta thing. But the thing is, the Entourage film feels like the film... That that character would happily finance, you know? What sure, I mean? it, it sure. feels like that is the film that this filmmaker wanted. So the film that they wanted is the film that they made. You know, the film that the film that that the show the the script kind of like rallies against some. You know, even on a very slight level, is the film that they go out to make. Sure, <laughs> um, but it's just entirely disposed. Look. I don't, I don't, I would not besmirch you for enjoying this film. I would not besmirch, you know, Ari Gold is a lot wanna, of fun. I want to point out, use the word besmirch <laughs> on the only podcast about the Entourage movie. <laughs> Ari Gold is a fun You could character. say, I wouldn't fault you, bro. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah, bruh. No, not bruh. Bruh. Jesus bruh. Christ. My New Zealand accent doesn't work with No. Bruh. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's pound a beer, bruh. Oh, no. Um. I wouldn't fall. I wouldn't. No, I'm going to go with besmirch. I wouldn't besmirch Jesus you Christ. for for enjoying the film. But I, I just, it's entirely disposable. There's nothing. There's no reason to watch. If you watch the show, there's no reason to watch the movie. No, the only reason to watch the movie is if you watch the show. <laughs> Did I not make that clear? My lizard brain got confused. <laughs> oh, man, I think I think what we're sort of going back and forth on in this is that. You think that because a film doesn't have any intrinsic value other than watching it once for a no 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 thing that's, no that's not true that's not okay true. I I because I like dumb movies as well and I like stupid movies and I would you know like I like movies that are just purely on an entertainment level I just think that this one in particular is so disposable like there's no reason for this film you're not going to get anything out of this film other than seeing your fr- you know characters you like hanging out. You know, and right. that's that. That to me isn't compelling. It isn't. It isn't a compelling reason to watch this movie. Hold and, on, and and you know, like I like films that where where it feels like the people making it were having fun making it. Yeah, you know, like like I. I, I'm. I think I'm one of the few people that really like Ocean's Twelve. I think I lo- Ocean's Twelve is my favorite of the Ocean's film. You like Ocean's Twelve, and you didn't like the Entourage yeah, movie. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying because the 
because that's least, just personal preference, man. That's Ocean's, not because at least in Ocean's Twelve, it looked like they were having fun, and it was fun to watch. You're telling me that these guys weren't having fun making this movie? I don't know. It doesn't really. It feels like a paycheck movie. It really no. does. It feels like a page. It feels like people just went, "All right, we got to do a paycheck movie. We're gonna revisit some characters that we did, and that's that." No, I think they. I think they actually enjoyed it. I think there's no. There's no point to go back unless you did. The one thing that I will say that is that is in this film's favor, although it is deeply uncinematic, and I've said that before, is that the film only cost $30 million to make, which for a, you know, for a big, wide-release film, yeah. that's pretty low. I mean, they're going to make their money back. Well, they haven't this this past weekend. It's a, yeah, I'm sure they will. They'll eventually. make their money back. Eventually, but, but you said this yourself. People don't care about you know, um, a box office beyond the first weekend. And yeah. for the first weekend, this no, film no, but, got trounced by Spy. But they're also mm. not making it a franchise. Like, if they... Mm. I, oh, God. It I, is a franchise. No, not at the... No, it's a mm. television series. If if this movie did well, mm. if this movie blew the fucking box office doors they wide open... they make a sequel out of it. Yeah, I'm glad they're not. Like, mm. this is great. This is, a, this is a better ending than the show had. Mm. Yeah. And I'm happy with it. Yeah. And I'm glad it exists. I'm glad it's not perpetuating. It doesn't have to last. It can be fleeting. And it can just be this stupid thing that, again, my lizard brain mm. likes and is awful in a lot of different ways. And I'm speaking about that culturally, not not actual quality. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's certainly, like, you know, as long as maybe a small independent art house film didn't get made because the Entourage film got made, which I don't think you could actually argue in balance or favor... As long as that didn't happen, then I don't care, you know, yeah. But okay, hold on. Like a good No, 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 but why? Well, what if okay, let's say Because this is an established franchise that has money behind it. So say the thing that imagine if a James Cameron was trying to make Terminator One and Terminator One got shelved because of Entourage. Yeah, but okay. You know now, what I mean? You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Sure, yeah. sure, sure, magic wishful thinking land. But think about it this way. How many fucking movies get made and then how many movies don't fucking get made that are going to be of that quality? That's a huge fucking gamble. It's a gamble, but would you- This is my point. If you go on a movie's success, and I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> the Entourage movie did 10 million. The Pigeon movie- Did 25,000. Did 25,000. <laughs> yeah. Meaning more people saw Entourage. No, granted, there's advertising and there's, bullshit yeah, and whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And there's a built-in what, audience to the What entourage. has And you could you could and you can rightly make the argument that making a successful Entourage movie allows you to make more smaller independent films. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But like what does our society as a whole want more? What, but it's not it's not the hero we want it's the hero we need uh. <laughs> you know and i i'm i look again i people were in the audience you know enjoying themselves and i say that's a good thing i was concerned and maybe this is a thing for the movie theater that i go to mm-hmm. but a lot of people bring their kids to to like people young, brought kids to the fucking entourage movie like young kids were running up and down the aisle and i was like Fuck. boy this is not the movie to bring your kids to oh no um, but then you know so yeah, so I always I'm curious about that. Uh, people bring their kids to the the Avengers movies as well, late night as well. That's and that, better. Well, 
I don't I like mean, I don't like kids in the fucking theater, but I I I. Well, that's I, an I, argument about six versus violence. I mean, the only thing the Entourage movie has is six in it, whereas the Avengers films has violence in it. You yeah, know, but you it's not argue. gratuitous violence. It's violence against CG robots. Well, yeah. No one bleeds <laughs> because they're trying to cater it to kids. Right. <laughs> so and so if kids are it in has the theater, no consequence. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was a little like, you know, the, the only thing I would say is uh, maybe don't bring your kids to the Entourage movie. If you want to enjoy a dumb film, go ahead and enjoy yeah. a dumb film, but maybe don't bring your kids to it. So especially don't I, bring a young, and here's a, here's a thing. Yeah, sure. Don't bring a young girl to this film. No. Don't ever bring a young, don't ever let a young girl watch this movie. No. And that's, maybe that's a dangerous thing. Well, yeah, but that's fucking bad parenting. Don't don't leave your gun unlocked. No, but I'm saying, but in particular, don't bring a young girl to this movie. Don't bring a young girl to half of the fucking... <laughs> don't bring a kid to half of the fucking swill that comes out. True. It's not for them. Don't buy your fucking kid a goddamn mature video game or, or something stroked with violence and sexuality that you don't, like... Don't fucking use that shit as babysitters. Don't be a fucking dipshit of a parent. But, but... Do you think that if a young girl watched this movie, it could be dangerous? I it, think she'd be bored out of her fucking mind. She'd be, be bored out of her mind, but she might have like some issues out of this movie because it, the, its portrayal of women is not the Defi- look, and, and and again, I'm I'm I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole sure. because 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 Hollywood it's the, because it's the Entourage movie and we know what it is. We know what it is, but but you know, and, and other films are probably more misogynistic than this one, right? But it just has somewhat of a negative portrayal of women, or what women's values are. Right. It paints sort of the L.A. picture that yeah. is not true. It's just sort of what people think L.A. is. Yeah. Um, but you can't... I'm trying to think of like another movie that would be damaging to a young girl. Uh, There's probably a lot. There's prob- that, that's why we shouldn't probably go down that rabbit hole. There's probably because a lot. Because honestly, you could, you, could even take, you could even take, and I don't know why this came to mind, but Prometheus... With the fucking birthing chamber uh, tube fucking scene. You don't take a young girl to that. I mean, a kid in general. But that's just a fucking terrifying thing. Sure. That's saying don't take a young kid to a horror film. That's saying don't take a young kid to a rated R movie. Yeah. Was this movie rated R? I don't know. I don't know. But even PG-13. The, the number, the age, is in the fucking the rating system. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, that, I mean, look, and that's the only thing I can think of that is... Not it's not even offensive, but the only reason you could hate this movie. No. I don't hate the no, film no, no. at all. I couldn't. I can't even validate that. Like, that's 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 now that's sort of saying like, well, we shouldn't. I mean, I mean and and I'm saying that as the I, I'm reaching right. That. Yeah, you're going deep outside of your lizard brain. Yeah, into your what's the opposite of a lizard? What's the smartest animal? Uh, not us. Uh, <laughs> octopus. Octopus is the sh- not a shark. No. Shark is a pure Octopus, animal. Octopus, crow, um, wolf, maybe. No, yeah, the crow is right because the crow can actually like mani- it can manipulate out, puzzles and need to figure and out things. puzzles. Um, <laughs> whatever, one of those. That a that cat because it like manipulates you into feeding it all the time. Yeah, but that's the bacteria in it that sort of get into your brain and make <laughs> Tox- you treat it like tox- it's the most important thing. Toxoplasma. Word up to my cat Zoe. Um, so let's talk about this. You have written down in our little notes. I mean, we could go back and forth on if, but I, th- I think we're going. I think we'll eventually agree. You have uh, the question is: Can HBO make a name for itself in the movie theater the way it did in the home show, in the home, you know, whatever, like with Game of Thrones and True Detective? 
I, I guess my question there is, okay, okay, and we're going to get into the, and this is purely speculative business discussion, right? Like, sure. we, don't, we, don't, we don't know the, the inner workings of a Hollywood studio, and you certainly won't learn that by watching the Entourage movie, which is set in a Hollywood studio. Speak for yourself. Um, you know, one thing that did, the one other criticism I have, and again, it's mild, it's not a real criticism, it's just like, well, nobody seems to do any work in this movie. Like nobody, like they're they're all. They already strug- did the work. They're, they're all struggling to make movies, and it feels like it's... they already did the work. They already made the movie. They're in the edit bay. They're do- what? It doesn't I'm sorry. Feel in the Hold on. You make movies for a living. You make motion picture type <laughs> things, television or video. Do you really want to watch someone do that? No, but I do want to. Okay, f- then, no, then, no, no, no. resend that. No, no, resend hey, that. Actually, I love movies about movie making, but one thing I don't, one thing I hate is when like they make it look like it's easy, and it's not easy. And like you know, it's like if you were. If you were a carpenter or something like that, and you're watching a movie about carpenting, you might go carpenting. It's carpentry. Carpentry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, my my command of the English language is slowly fading away. Um, Have another cider. if you were if you were a carpenter mm-hmm. and you were watching a movie about woodworking, sure. and someone like whipped up something really quickly without the kind of labor that you know it takes to make that, and mm-hmm. then and everyone moved on and it was like, oh, you're a genius. You might go, well, that's not really true. It's like when people do like forensic science in movies, and you go, okay, you can't just enhance uh, an image like that, or you can't just like figure out something. You know, you can't send a, a DNA test away just like that. Or and, you realize it's a movie, or you realize- and watching someone go. through through an arduous process, be it intricate woodworking or decrypting files or, or blowing up but images, what is, is super boring. What does Ari Gold do? He's a studio head. But what does he do? Like, in this movie, he runs around taking phone calls all day, and he seems to be super stressed about it, but I'm like, you're just running around taking phone calls. You haven't even... Well, like, he has a lot of money. If he, if this movie fails, then he's not going to be a studio head anymore. Right. And It's the and, same way... And like, like, he greenlights a movie uh, in passing... When you know, like a Jessica Alba comes up to him and he asks him, to you know, like, and he just green, green lights a movie. I was like, "Is this what your job is?" I don't know. Like that's a, okay, and inevitably, it's it's wrong to take this movie as a literal representation of Hollywood, sure, or the way the the work it takes to make a movie. It's it's wrong to do that, right? So. So I am wrong in doing that. Right. But okay. You, you Good. St- we're done. We're done with the podcast <laughs> now, right? You, you still cringe a little when you realize nobody's working in this movie. Why? They ma- they're I trying to make them. Wanna, I don't want to watch these characters work. But Why? it's about them trying to make this movie, and nobody's working to make the movie. You know, the the whole thing is like this is the problem with the film. It has no drama. Is that it's about these guys trying to put this movie on screen, trying to like make Vinny Chase a director. You never once see him working hard. You never once see him actually putting in hours. You can get the feeling that all he does is drink and party. Do you want a montage <laughs> of Vinny Chase directing a film? I want to just feel. Why? No, no, no. no. Why? I don't Why need would to you see want it. that? I need to feel like it was hard work. It doesn't feel like it was hard work. Do you think the audience, the lizard brain audience for the Entourage movie, myself included, wants to see hard work? I don't think I want to go to a movie with a bunch of lizards. I mean, that's where you and I differ, man. I I get down with all types. I can go to your pigeons and I can go to your lizards. I think think it's it's fun. It's total fluff fun. Like, I... If there was a whole scene of trial and tribulation and bullshit, I'd be like, man, I wish there was more jokes. It's not even trial and tribulation. It's just effort. It, like it just I you never once see Vinny make a decision or do anything 
that you know, like that impacts the making of the film that he's trying to make. You never once see anything like that. In fact, the most work that everyone puts in is like organizing the party to screen the film, which they don't screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't, for, for a movie about making a movie, nobody seems to work at all. Like it's nobody, not, and there we go. That's the difference. It's not a movie, movie about making a movie. It's a movie about the fantasy of making a movie. It's a movie about four friends doing no work and partying all the time. <laughs> and you While wanting to interject work into that weird little fantasy, that's telling of you, my friend, you might need a vacation <laughs> or something. It's like, man, I all this fun. I really wish there was more bullshit to deal with. Well, it's funny because I, sp I, I spend my free time sitting here talking about my work. Should, should, <laughs> should there be like, it's like, oh, by the way, Vin, here's all the notes. Let's read all 212 of them right now. And then we'll have that weird process of like, all these notes and trying to fight back against people that don't understand what you're trying to do. That would make me feel really good. Just really reward me outside of my normal life. No, but see, what you're describing there is seeing people doing things. I'm not saying that I even need to see people doing things. I just need to feel like, hey, this is a difficult... You know, our main character is up against something that is challenging to him. And it's not. He just kind of like coasts through wanna, it. He didn't want to cut his brother out of the movie, He, he just He just coasts through it like it was like... Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll That's been it. kind of his character throughout the entire show, to be honest. Yeah. It just, it goes even, I mean, even Ari Gold, I just kind of question what is it he does. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you this. I'll mm -hmm. give you this. So the entire time the series was on, Ari was had a bunch of ups and downs, and he was a big agency, and then he had to go super small, and then he built his way back up, and at the end of the series, he's a studio head, right? right. Here, he puts all of his fucking shit on the line. For Vinny Chase, because he believes that Vinny Chase can direct this movie. <laughs> and, and again, why does he believe that? Because if you watch eight seasons of the show, he does... He, mm. Ari's a weird character because he's a total fucking douchebag, but he does really care about Vince. Like, it's... it's He's like this weird sort of son to him. It's it's very odd. Father. Uh, no, well, Vince is, is son Ari's son figure, whatever. Right. Um, the The... The difference is, so the, the, I would argue that since Ari, I think, is the main character of the film. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I'll say against this is the weight of the decision and the sort of sacrifice at the end of this film. Basically, the whole <laughs> thing about the, the, the notes and everything, the son of the financier, it's revealed that he's doing it because of a girl that Vin's seeing and he didn't wasn't interested in him, blah, blah, blah. The father kicks the son out and he gets his kind of comeuppance and whatever. But he, and there's actually, this is actually, Billy Bob Thornton had a great sort of set of lines in this film when they're in the boardroom being like, look, you know, you made great points and I don't want to, you know, yeah. neuter this movie anymore because my son's a douchebag. But he's like, you have a son, Ari. He's like, yeah, I do. He's like, well, I hope you'll never let anyone speak to your son the way you just spoke to mine. And Arguably then, the baseline in the film. And, and, and then, and then, and then to, to make the movie go through smoothly, the one of the stipulations is that Ari loses his job. Isn't it that Ari puts Ari puts money into the film? No, like doesn't no, no, no. he doesn't he Ari, finance? No, no, no. If he loses his job, why does he care if the movie does well or not? Because he cares about Vince, and he can start he can start up again. He prays at the end, though. I think it's I think he's putting his own money into the film. No, no, no. Watch it again. Watch it again. Watch it again. In I'm ten years, not we'll gonna know. watch it again. Uh, no, no. He he. Uh, maybe he doesn't lose his job, but he has to like distance himself from the film. I don't know what it is, but there's a sacrifice that he made. The sacrifice he made is that he didn't get his buyout, which was thirty million dollars. Instead, he like put money into the film. I don't know. No, I think he lost his job too. He lost his job, and he didn't take the buyout. Right. This is uh, this, it's so. So he's no longer a major Hollywood studio head, 
and he didn't take $30 million so his friend's movie could come out and be a masterpiece. <laughs> Which it was. And it didn't seem like that out of choice. Even though I don't know. I would have loved this to see the film flop in some way. And... But maybe you're right. They've already done that in the show, so why do that in the movie? Yeah. Well, why do the movie? No one, look, <laughs> no one wants to go to the Entourage movie and get depressed and think about life. That's true. That's true. People go to Pigeon for that. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that is very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and I, you know, again, it's, it's easy on a, Saturday, on a Saturday night or a Friday night to make the Entourage movie your, your movie of choice. Yeah. When, you know, you've, you've been at work all day, whatever, you know, you just want something to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, see you're doing it. You're getting into it. All right, all right. You're all caring right. about it. All right, all right. But what? I mean I mean, I still think like um for example, the Simpsons movie takes what they do in the show and expands it out slightly further. Somewhat somewhat slightly. The South Park movie is a better example of that. Uh, okay. But then uh, if you actually if you look at the South Park movie now, yeah. And now you look at the seasons that they've done. Like they just kept expanding. It doesn't matter the medium that they do, whether it's television or film. That's, that's like a the season. Yeah, no, no, it's great. It's yeah. great. Simpsons movie. Let's talk about the Simpsons movie for a second. It's not a it. It it expands the world of the Simpsons beyond the scope of the show somewhat, but it doesn't like. It, I it, it's not like the sterling example of like taking a TV show and transitioning. Well, to I film. would argue that it stretches it too far. Really. I didn't particularly enjoy or dislike the Simpsons movie. I was like, wow, you're trying to get into a space that isn't yours. Well, but at least they tried some, you know, like the reason they took this format and said, let's put it on the big screen. And let's to make money. And, and expand it out into something else is that they said, well, let's try something with this material. Let's do something. And I don't think it worked. But I don't think Entourage tries anything. No, but it works. Does it? Yeah. Does it? But for what it is, mm. it's not trying to be anything like fucking crazy and special. It's supposed to be a flash in the pan, hang out with these characters you like, enjoy yourself from the night, and then get the fuck out and go back to your own life with all of your crazy problems. Again, it's entirely disposable. Yes, but there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right? Like, what? <laughs> why Why does everything have to be carved in marble and have this beautiful <laughs> meaning to it and last in, when, after the sun explodes? Like, what? <laughs> who gives a shit? Everything can't be that or the things that are that aren't special. Like, But then uh, if you're a filmmaker and you're, be, you're given the opportunity to make a film out of a property that you've worked on for the last eight years, sure. are, you the ki- are you, Matt Kroll, the kind of person... Who would take that opportunity and go, well, I'm just going to do what I did it before. De- it depends on the property, man. <laughs> it really does. If this property was, what's a show I really like? Oh, Cowboy Bebop. Let's say mm. Ca- Cowboy Bebop did do an animated movie, whatever. Mm. But, but yeah. let's say like for some weird twist of fate and Narnia bullshit reason, I was put in charge of the Cowboy Bebop live action film not starring Keanu Reeves, which was in talks for a while. Yeah. That is something that I would care enough about. I believe in the story enough. I love the characters enough in a different way than I love the Entourage characters. Yeah. Because the in a weird way, this animated show, Cowboy Bebop, it's an anime. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I, I, um, I've heard so great things. That's so. to you. Yeah. Um, then, you know, th- that that that's a series and characters that needs love, care, and protection. And yeah. I would give that as such, and I would do the best of my ability to make it something amazing, keeping it similar enough while trying to put my own spin on it as some sort of artist, quote unquote. Yeah. The Entourage movie. If I was put in charge of the Entourage movie, 
You're just going to turn out I just this? make this fucking movie. Why not? No one's asking for this. <laughs> no one wants it, and some people saw it. And I was one of those people, and that's what it's supposed to be. Like, can't can't it just live, Shahir? Does it have to? Does it have to? Subscribe? Does it have to breathe? Does it have to like do anything? No. no, you could just yeah. No, you can. I mean, yeah, you can. And I don't know. Look, yeah, I don't know, just, listeners. I don't know if this is something that you agree with, sort of me or Shahiran, but like, I don't know. Like, there's times for like go down. I, I know we we should really stop referencing. Hey, the three other podcasts we did before this, but like <laughs> Mad Max is something that you can either enjoy Lizard Brain or you could enjoy Deep thought sort of too i think i think mad max is a good example because that is a lizard brain movie that has dipped to it sure to, to mine sure and that's yeah. fantastic yeah kung fury is more of a lizard brain thing but also very artistic in in different aspects of mm. it yeah um visually uh the, the way it was developed is production even a, sort of an art yeah, yeah. like pr- or production in general money mm. and how they did like that's sort of an art in itself mm-hmm. um the the pigeon sat on a branch and, and reflected on existence is a pure exercise in sort of high level thinking, and I've always found if you think too high, not not like <laughs> high, but like if you try to really sort of go all the way up, you're always going to circle back around, and the snake's going to eat its own tail, and you're going to be back to stupid ideas. Not that I think that goes there, yeah. But like if you have too much of that, it's just going to be too much of that. This movie is pure lizard brain there's nothing else to read into and it's relaxing it's just it's <laughs> just i i was in the theater i was watching it i was with my girlfriend we were hanging out who hated it oh she hated it <laughs> she hated it um but i don't think she i will give robin credit uh she loves bad movies which is why i thought she'd like this movie yeah but it's not bad in a fun way it's not. Th- no, this is my problem. It's such no. an. It, it, you can walk out of this film completely indifferent to what just happened. But the show wasn't bad in a fun way either. Oh, by the way, I will say this. Shout out to my lovely girlfriend. Uh, she is now binge watching the show. Right. So let's let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, admit- that there's something of value there. Admittedly, I went home and I kind of flicked on an episode because I wanted to see like how the show compared to the to the movie. Right. And I, you know, I was like, yeah, I could watch this. It was that same feeling I had when I watched the show however many years ago. It was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like fun. I could oh, watch yeah. this eventually, but I, there's nothing compelling me to watch this. I mean, it's I, just it's just light fun. I might in a couple years watch the whole series again because I think it, it, it's funny the the honest trailers of the show that just dropped a couple uh, like a week ago uh, it's very true it's it's so now outdated having started in 2004 yeah. like I find that shit amazing yeah they make like a MySpace <laughs> joke like holy shit like I don't know that's just a, a cultural me thing yeah uh, I don't again I don't I don't you know no disrespect to anyone who enjoyed the film I just, I just go well. You know, it's, it's an indifferent film. Should you go out and see it? You know, people who are looking for the only podcast about movies might be looking for the answer to that question when they, re- when they listen to our podcast. I would say if you liked the series, go see the movie. If you don't, there's no need. I mean, I guess not, <laughs> unless you want to see a bunch of pretty people doing a bunch of remotely interesting things and and yelling a lot and talking on phones. Yeah, and you know, equally so, you could argue that people would say the same thing about Ocean's Twelve, which is a film that I really enjoyed. But I don't think anyone should, has to go see Ocean's Twelve. No, uh, look, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just think 
there's space for all movies, Shahir. I think there's space for the Entourage movie. Uh, I think there's space for Pigeons and space for Ocean's 12. Uh, <laughs> Mad Max. Mad Max. And what are we, and what are we going to be looking at next week? I believe, spoiler alert, uh, it'll be Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, you know, a film I have high hopes for, but, you know, I have low expectations. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see. We'll see. We'll see. But if this is sort of Vinny and the boys' uh, swan song, uh, I'm totally cool with it. And to be honest, I, I will say this sort of as we're ending, I'll talk about the ending and whatnot again. Like it's just sort of the series left sort of a bad taste in my mouth. I felt like the ending was rushed right. in the series. And I feel, maybe that's why I feel so passionate kind of defending this movie for what it is, because the end of the series felt vastly unfulfilling. And if this movie back then happened, I know time-wise it would be different, but if this sort of story happened at the end, if they had the money to do this, yeah. I would never really feel the need for any movie. Not that there was an incredible one, but like it ended on a weird spot. So, so the the movie, I, I guess you know, like again, if you like the show, the movie wraps up the series way and, better than the series does. So it just wraps up the story in a nice way. I mean, my, you know, I haven't seen the Entourage um, show, so the only analogous thing I can think of is uh, the Office, the British Office. Okay, I've the, never watched that one. The British Office ends on a really dour note, and then they have this Christmas special, which is like two one-hour episodes. What's with the BBC and their fucking <laughs> Christmas? Black Mirror has a Christmas, Christmas special. special. Yeah, well, because they only do like like the Office is only six episodes. Yeah. Each season is only six episodes. So, yeah. And they have this Christmas special, which actually wraps up the whole show in a much nicer way. Does it need to exist? Like, it probably, it needs to exist. F it's done very, very well, and it needs to exist for the people who love the show. Right. But it doesn't need to exist. The show could have ended on that, you know, slightly sour note uh, and been that. Yeah, but I don't know. Just why? Why take characters and end it on a poor sort of thing? Just take them and do something that the fans sort of like in the end. Unless you have, and this, like, again, Entourage movie is not this, but unless you have something really important to say and you're using your characters to say it. Was the ending of the Entourage movie kind of saying something? No, I'm saying it's not. But yeah. what I'm but no, of the show, sorry, of the show. Uh, not really. It was just sort of like this weird, like, oh, Vince is getting married all the, all of a sudden, like yeah. within two episodes, right? And, and and then and the the funny thing about the movie is the movie nullifies that within thirty seconds. Yeah. Completely like, oh, he got married and he, now he's divorced because it was he, a stupid ending and he just forgot about it because it's like, it was it, a stupid ending. Yeah. So and Nina Agdahl, shout outs to my guy, my guy code girl, Nina Agdahl. She, you know, she's very, she's great in this movie. I mean, she she didn't get much to do. Yeah, but I was psyched to see she, her up there. She's not the person that he marries. No, no she's, she's the, the girl. girl on the boat that like they all see, and then he talks to her. Like she has like two lines. I was actually kind of hoping she would be his love interest in the movie because she's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that was not the case. What's her head from the Robin Thicke movie was the love interest. Emily Ratajkowski. Her name's Ratajkowski. Oh, not Ratajkowski. Not Ratajkowski. Well, Ratajkowski to you too. Well, She seems to have a rising star in Hollywood right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's talk about Haley Joel Osment in this Okay, real quick. Let's talk about good old Sixth Sense. HGO. HJO? Um... Well, I, I, for for such a prodigious child star, 
the films he's doing as a grown-up, and maybe it's just the case that you know he made too many movies when he was young. Sure. Uh, the films he's doing as a grown-up and the characters he's kind of playing as a grown-up feel like such a step backwards. Sure, but again, like, but maybe he's just you know he's just well this character fun. this character feels a lot like a, a, a less Grossman sort of character from Tropic Thunder that was Ooh, it was Tom not, Cruise's character but not even that not no, no, that no, much no, fun no, no god no <laughs> but like it's that sort of like well I'm gonna be a shithead like yeah. that sort of I don't know whatever no, nowhere not even in the same ballpark but, no but it's the same type of character it's just not as as good of a character yeah it's not done as it's not executed anywhere near as well no of course not but I'm saying that's the style of it that's what they're trying to do and I yeah and I just guess you know like again like Haley Joel Osmond was such a was so, you know like he could open a movie on his own, you know by the you know like there right. Was a but point. go back and watch some Haley Joe Osmond movies. I don't know, and I I'd have to do this, but this is sort of me just reflecting back. Is he just confused? Like a lot of a lot of his acting was a lot of silence and a lot of pensive looks forward. Like you know, and that's that's a style and that's good. But yeah. like, was that just a kid? Like a kid being like, oh, now I'm whatever. It's hard for a good kid actor to to be on screen yeah. like that. And, and he I did a great job. And I don't think look, I, I don't have enough I don't have enough data to decide if he could do it again or not like do a great film. Yeah. But why not do this movie? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's again fitting in with the whole disposable thing. It's just it's entirely disposable. Yeah. Yeah. And his him being in this movie, like Pretty much everyone in this movie, even Ari Gold, you know, like even Jeremy Piven, feels what? a little disposable. No, 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 no you know, no, no, like no, no. it's the, like... the, the 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 Fab Five, as it were, <laughs> are not disposable in this film. Uh, in fact, if they weren't in this film, it would It'd just be, be a bunch a... of Hollywood people pretending to be themselves. Right. So it's because there was a show based around it. Yeah, what do you? <laughs> what I, have we been talking about this last hour? It just it does. Yeah, it does nothing for me. But it's it's not it's not offensively bad. That it's I'm indifferent to it. I mean, look, part of me wants to say, well, I understand because you haven't seen the series, and yeah. it makes total sense what you're saying. The other part of me, some <laughs> might say, the lizard part of me, says that Shahir just hates fun. I <laughs> just hate fun. You just hate fun. I like the Simpsons movie. I like the South Park movie a lot. South Park movie's great. The South this Park last season of South Park was phenomenal. I think, what are they going to do, their last one coming those up? Guys, those guys are amazing. They're so good. They're, they're I, so I, good. They're so amazingly... I, like, we, so we're more, I mean, I'm more excited to talk about Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, oh, yeah, I am <laughs> too, but they didn't come out with something this week. <laughs> um, they're, so, they're so amazingly talented. Um, final thoughts on answer. I mean, look, my fi- look. I'll leave it. I'll hand it over to you. My final thoughts are: it's not a bad movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's not a. It, it certainly displays no ambition, or <laughs> you could argue, no. It has got some talent behind the camera to like have that kind of like charisma to have that kind of banter. It's fun, you know. Like these characters feel lived in, but you know, on the whole, kind of indifferent about it. And that's fine. <laughs> but 
Have I beaten it out of you yet? If you like, <laughs> Have I no, beaten the enthusiasm no, out of you? No, if you like the show, you're going to like the movie. If you like sort of douchey nonsense, you're going to like the movie. And you know what? You can like both. Don't let people that hate fun like the one that's sitting across <laughs> from me tell you that just because you like a film and and like like truly like it, not just like, oh, I tolerate it and it's not aff- it's not offending me currently. Yeah. But like you can like dirt and you can like gold. Like you can like both types of movies. There's not a right movie to like or not like. So if you enjoy this sort of thing, and and please, you are smart. You know what this film is. Don't go to this movie. You know if you'll like it. You know if you'll like it. So just go if you'll like it and don't go if you won't like it. That's it. That's the best endorsement we can give. That's it. But you know, and God bless their advertising because you know exactly what the fuck it's going to be. There's no surprise. And sometimes that's a nice change of pace. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Shakir, this has been the only podcast about the Entourage movie. You've been in a wonderful banter companion. Where can people find you to tell you further how much you hate fun? We, uh, I can be found at my website, shahirdaud.com, which is S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D.com. Okay, and I can be found at matthewkroll.com, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com, also on uh, Instagram at Skeletor, the number four, P-R-E-Z, or on Twitter at Emperor M-S-K. And Shahir, I do believe we also have our own little social media nonsense. We have. We have, a, we have an email account, which you can email us in your thoughts about Entourage or Jurassic World or Mad Max or Kung Fury or any film, a pigeon sat on a bus reflecting. No one's doing that. (laughs) Our email address is onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter account is onlymoviepod. And we're on Facebook. And wow. (laughs) We're on Facebook. We're on the Facebooks like all the adults. So uh, email us in. We still have those two tickets uh, available to give. We've got two more tickets. So email us and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a listen. What did describe the tickets thing again? I don't think okay. people know. Oh, oh, okay. So uh, email us, and we will have two uh, AMC tickets for the email we like based this week. Right, and just so there's a caveat for you getting these tickets, you will also have to give us a one minute audio review of the film you decide to go see. So there's a little work for you. You can see the Entourage movie if you you sh- and you know what? If you want to, that's okay. <laughs> I don't think AMC is playing a pigeon sat on a branch reflecting existence. I know they're not. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name is Matthew Kroll. And I'm Shahir Dow. And this has been the only podcast about movies, the Entourage movie in particular, and I want to be your superhero. Uh, even oh, if I tumble fall. Oh my god, I should have said oh yeah, right? That was my Oh that was- yeah. Do it. Oh yeah. Oh, you're such a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> <laughs>